Welcome to a Sustainable Wine Blog podcast. My name is Toby Webb uh, and I'm here at the Bruno Rocca uh, Winery and Vineyard uh, in Barbaresco, Italy. And joining me is Luisa Rocca, who is a member of the family making the wine here. So, uh, morning Luisa, how are you? Good morning. Very good. And you? Very good, thank you. Thanks for a superb tasting we've just had of your, had some of your Dolcetto, we've had some of your Barbaresco, your Barbera um, Dasti. What, t- tell us a little bit about uh, the wines you make here and, and the background uh, of your, your operations. So all the wines that, uh, that we make are coming from our own grapes and uh, on terroirs. And um, the most important things for us is to respect the, the, the terroirs and respect the varietals. So what we want that our wines uh, gives is the, the expression of, uh, of a soul which is given by the varietals and, uh, and the soils. So just uh, for those not familiar with you know, Barbaresco and Barbera d'Alba and Langi Rosso, just talk us through the, the, the different the grapes that you use. Yeah, we um, are working with the Dolcetto varietals, Barbera and Nebbiolo varietal mostly. Um, so Dolcetto is um, it's the most uh, typical uh, wines from this area. It was used in the past by the by my grandfather, for example, to um, as a entry, entry as a easy drink wines, everyday wines, um, and um, it's also a kind of wine which is can we can be ready pretty soon. So we harvest the dolcetto normally in September, and in November, when the chestnut time started, uh, my grandfather used to enjoy it with a, a glass of dolcetto wine. So it's the the proceeds of making dolcetto is pretty um, short. But uh, at the same time, uh, it's very, very uh, juicy. Um, it, mm, I love dolcetto with the pizza or with sandwiches because it's very, very juicy. But at the same time, uh, it has a kind of tannins, which, is, which give this a uh, uh, little bit longer aftertaste. And, um, and so it's juicy, it's an entry level, uh, so it's uh, easy ones, but it's not banal. Then we talk about the Barbera, you said, mm-hmm. we, you tasted the Barbera from Assi. Assi area is amazing, has a, an amazing consistence of the soils. Our vineyards are in uh, Valle Serra, nearby Nizza Monferrato. And there the soils are more sandy and reddish clay. So that's why um, the, the acidity from the um, vineyard, the wines from Asti has an, uh, sometimes an acidity a little bit more higher compared to Alba. So that's why, to me, the wines are a little bit more skinny and more complex. Uh, the Barbera d'Alba, so the Barbera grown on the area of Alba. So when we talk about Alba, we talk about Barolo, Barbaresco, Alba, Langa and Roroero. So a huge um, area where to grow Barbera. A huge area with um, um, very complex soils, which are mostly dedicated to the Nebbiolo. So normally the Barbera from Alba shows more of uh, buttery taste and uh, fat note. And then the Chulange, Le Lange Nebbiolo, mm-hmm. which is 100% Nebbiolo grapes. All our vineyards are certified as Barbaresco, but we used um, the younger vines for make the Lange Nebbiolo. So um, the average age for Lange Nebbiolo is between three, four years up to eight ten years and we make it very very fresh in order to um, uh, ex, um, extract better the freshness of the fruits and then the langerosso langerosso unfortunately is the last time you taste this wine 
2013 will be the last vintage we make. It's a blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Barbera and Nebbiolo. Uh, the, um, the things is that the Cabernet Sauvignon vineyard was planted in the heart of the Rabaya. And uh, because it was a whole vineyard that we bought, um, we decided to replant, we had to replant. And because we are in the heart of Rabaya, we couldn't replant the Cabernet Sauvignon, we replanted Nebbiolo. So the 2013 was the last harvest. And it was um, the, one, of, uh, the, one of the very interesting wines of our lines because um, you can find just 100% and most of the times 100% single vineyard. Uh, with the Langarosso is the, mm, the perfect blend, the combination of the perfect blend of uh, international varietals like Cabernet Sauvignon is mixed with two very typical varietals, Nebbiolo and Barbera, which outside of uh, Piemonte and Baltellina for Nebbiolo is very hard to find a good Nebbiolo and a good Barbera. So is it unusual for vineyards around here to, to have Cabernet Sauvignon? Here, yes. Cabernet Merlot, very, very rare. Mm. I've never heard of it here. No, no, we have some. I mean, Roberto Vuarte is making some 100% Merlot. Okay. And Angelo Gaia is using ca Cabernet. And, um, okay. Yes, of course. You can find some, but not a lot. I mean, we have Nebbiolo. Okay. So. Well, turning to sustainability aspects of your operations, you mentioned to us earlier that you're, um, you're going towards organic. Um, yes. Talk us through that, that journey so far. Where, where have you got to? And why are you doing it? Well... Um, honestly, I was, um, we all, I mean, the philosophy of my father was always on being eco-sustainable. So he always avoided as much as I can, he could, uh, the pesticide, herbicide, uh, I mean, they were always against this kind of treatment. So um, he always believed, and like my, my brother is continuing, on a homemade viticulture. It's like when you are home and you're cooking your own pasta, so you're using the, the good things. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, um, so it's homemade viticulture, uh, so we can call it reason, re reasonable viticulture. Mm -hmm. And um, and about the, um, the organic stems, uh, we will get it next year. Um, I was against this, kind of uh, certification because um, I, I personally cannot understand why I have to pay a lot of money and to, uh, to tell to my customer that I'm not poisoning you yeah. while the, 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 the facility or the, the, the wineries which are using herbicide, pesticide, chemicals are not, they, are not uh, they don't have to declare and they don't have to pay. So I think it's more correct for them to pay and say, okay, customer, dear customers, mm -hmm. if you want to drink my wines, I'm poisoning you with this, this, this. And so this. you're a big advocate of transparency. And I suppose your approach is very much a values-driven one. Then You know, you, you believe it's the right thing to do for, for making the I wine. I think that our maker, uh, the organic, not our, organic way of making wine should be the rules. All the rest should be certified <laughs> as unsustainable. Yes, that is <laughs> why not. That is my my idea. That's why I was yeah. against on this uh, certification to, mm -hmm. to to get. But in the other hand, I understand my my brother and my father 
which um, when you are um, organic, the, the job you have to do in your field, in your lens, is much more than not just chemical, which you spray and that's so it. So much, much more labor intensive. And so you've got 15 hectares. Yes. And they're all heading towards organic. So how much, how much more work is there in the vineyard? Much more. You, um, we have 15 hectares and we are 11 person working in this facility. So it's almost one lot, per hectare, yeah. yes. Not all in the veneer because we are through uh, in the office, but um, all the others are uh, completely involved in the veneer. So uh, coming back on the certification, I understand my younger brother who says, yes, but I do, I do a very hard job in my lands and we are investing a lot of money in our fields for being organic and being uh, eco-sustainable. Um, and when I talk to my customer, if one of these uh, uh, reply me and, and tell me and uh, ask me, um, okay, these are good words you're telling Francesco, but how you can prove it? And so it's a right that my, my, my brother and my father wants to have in order of the big job they are doing. And so that's why I say, okay, let's get mm -hmm. this certification. And how expensive is it? I mean, what are we talking about? Tens of thousands of euros for certification? Uh, I don't know. I have to, we have to, to check the, but the- It's not cheap. It's not cheap, it's yeah. not cheap. And you're not gonna put it on the bottle because, uh, well, why, why not? We are not, I don't want to use it as a promotional uh, things. Mm -hmm. uh, also because I, I see that today the, this kind of certification is abused sometimes on marketing mm -hmm. and not on because we, you yeah. believe on this, but just to, to sell more. Yeah. And luckily we don't have to sell more. We don't have to, to push the sales because uh, the wines are selling very well itself and so and then um, it's something that we do for ourselves. Okay, well, one final question. How does it work uh, in the vineyard? Because I, I see an awful lot of fog and mist around here, mm. which makes me think about must and mildew. And I know you use copper sulfate, which is, an, uh, which is fine, it's natural, yep. it's seen as part of, um, of organic, if not, say, natural wines. But do you have issues there with, with organics and, and some of the, the, the fog and must and mildew and that sort of thing? Now, no, at the moment, no, because um, Normally, when the fog starts, we already we, the harvest is already done. So maybe in the past they had a little bit okay. more. Um, we the, the good things uh, last year was the most difficult here to to stay in the limits of the copper and the sulfate allowed for the organic because it was pretty wet as a the interior here. Um, the, the, the things that helped us a lot, it was um, the meteorological station, mm -hmm. our private meteorological station we have placed in our lands, in our vineyard, which can tell us exactly how many millimeters of water has uh, rained. And so we know exactly if it's, uh, if we can, if, oh, we need to treat or if we can avoid. Wow, so technology is really helping you out. Absolutely. Amazing. And have you? Is it too early to notice um, better flavors because of organic? I mean, do you think that's that's going to be coming? Are you going to sit there in five years' time and say, we think it's better now in flavor because of, because of organic and sustainable wine? Absolutely. Approaches? If you respect and you, if you defend your territory, is always keep this promise. So it's always showing some way. Yes. Great. Well, Luisa, thanks so much for your time today. No, thank you.